Welcome to the Loveland Libcast, the official podcast of the Loveland Public Library. Joining us today for this Teddy-hosted episode of the Loveland Libcast is Kim Joyner with Ames Community College. Welcome, Kim, and I just want to start by asking you about your background and your current position at Ames, so uh, let's, let's begin with that. Hi, thank you, Teddy, for having me here today. Oh, thank you for being here. Yes, so at Ames, I get to have the honor of uh, being an admissions counselor and recruiter for four campuses that we have in the area. So that would be Loveland, the main campus in Greeley, Windsor, Fort Lupton, and of course online as well. Okay, neat. And how did you get to this position that you're at at Ames? What was what was your background preceding uh, where you're at right now? That's a great question. So I have a little bit of a different background that you're going to find in most admissions counselors. I started at Ames almost 29 years ago, and I started in the early childhood education program as the assistant director of our campus lab school. And I was instrumental in helping develop that program and help build it from the ground up where we had uh, infants ages six weeks through pre-k kids. We hosted Ames students, faculty, and staff children on site and our early childhood education college students used us for a lab school as did University of Northern Colorado's students as well. And then after 2010, the economy kind of tanked a little bit, (laughs) as we all know. And that's when we decided the program was no longer available. And so I transitioned into higher education, that side, and landed in the financial aid office. And once I hit the financial aid office and really started working with college students, I noticed such a need that our students have while they're in school. And I felt like I was seeing a lot of students drop out of school and not finish because they didn't have basic needs met. And I really wanted to do something to help them. And so that nurturing side of me from early childhood education came out and I helped start a student resource committee at the campus. We started hosting resource fairs on campus where outside agencies came in. I advocated for, uh, brought attention to marginalization and what was happening to some of our student populations and how they were being underserved and I wanted to do something to help that and so I just kind of brought awareness around and then in the financial aid office of course I was able to help them find scholarships and grants and those kinds of things to help them and then lead them to find help with food insecurities, housing insecurities, those kinds of things and keep them in school. Excellent. That sounds like a neat position. It gives you the opportunity to meet the needs of students where they're at and and get them the resources they need to make academic life a little bit easier and productive so long as those needs are addressed. Good on you. That's that sounds that sounds like a very noble position. So I understand Vesna has reached out to you, one of our teen librarians here at Loveland Public Library, and she has begun a program called Meet Your College, where Ames Community College and Front Range Community College and in the future other institutions in the Northern Colorado area will offer counseling and information about each respective institution for high school age students and also non-traditional students. Could you tell us more 
about Ames participation in Meet Your College. Yes, and I'm very excited about the program because it does so many things for prospective students and students who are already students, whether they're at Ames or Front Range or wherever they might be attending school. And I think it's important that we have been able to come to this library, Loveland Library, all of, all of these colleges, and I know there will be more in the future. And people can see we're working together to help them, what meeting the needs of the students. So this is what I'm most excited about. Yes, Ames is here, and so are other colleges. So we're going to help those folks find a good fit. And that, of course, is above all the goal for, for each individual person. So it's been exciting to be here. I haven't seen a lot of students just yet over the summer, but I'm very excited that the fall coming, I do get to visit all of our high schools in the area and all up and down the Front Range. And I know Front Range does as well, my friends over there. And so we will be letting students know that we're here at the library even through the school year. So we're hoping we can help connect all of those dots, you know, and bring kids in from our surrounding school here in Loveland. So it's a very exciting time to come together. Absolutely. Yeah, I am hoping that our outreach joint efforts with Ames and Front Range will encourage uh, potential students in the area to get involved and be aware of this program and take advantage. You still have some college counseling sessions going on here at the library for for folks who are interested, yes? Absolutely. So we're here Mondays from one to three. So come on out. Okay, perfect. And going back to the outreach aspect of it, you know, it's just neat that you mentioned a lot of outreach in your job duties. We have that in common. We have a pretty significant number of us here at the library that are outreach librarians as, as part of our duties as well. And it's just a great opportunity for us to interact with institutions like Ames Community College, Front Range, and what have you to be a resource for people looking to seek out an education and be a resource for the community at large. So thank you for partnering with us and we really appreciate it. So what can students expect when they meet with you here at the library and should they bring any anything with them do they do they need to have questions ready do they do they need to have any materials or resources with them um, when they meet with you to discuss potentially taking classes at Ames yeah great question so I always thought folks know that they don't necessarily to bring anything with them they don't have to do that just bring themselves and their questions the first thing I always ask somebody when I'm meeting with them is tell me a little bit about yourself tell me about your hopes and dreams tell me about what you enjoy doing in your life and where you might see yourself in the future and especially with younger audiences my high school students or post high school a lot of times folks have no idea what they want to do or what they want to study once they hit college so i think it's important to not ask that question because that's not the question at the end of the day the end of the day the question is what are your hopes and dreams what do you enjoy doing and sometimes it is what are some goals you might have because that helps me then help them uh, guide them if you will into a path and it might just be let's just sit back here a minute and and make a decision maybe i'll just start with a couple of classes and see how i like it see if i have an interest in video production audio production or computer information systems or maybe i want to be a pilot 
you know, whatever it might be, just help them kind of find something that they're interested in and give it a try. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, I have folks that they know what they want to do and these are their goals and these are the things, every step of the way, the things they need to do. And so then I'm there to lend them that support to say, okay, I can help you with this step. Let's get your gen eds done so that we can get you on to your university so then you can finish there. So it just kind of depends, but that's my approach. It's just meeting the student right where they are first. Are there lots of folks interested in the pilot program since I hear there is a pilot shortage currently and that could be helpful? Yes, absolutely. In fact, we knew way before 2019 even hit that pilots were going to start aging out anyway out of the industry. And so we had students knocking down our doors already in 2017, 2018, trying to get through our commercial pilot program so they can become a, a commercial pilot and same with air traffic control. And so we already saw a rise in interest at that time. And then when COVID hit, the pandemic hit, then we've we've really seen a rise in student interest, of course. But it's a process to become a pilot. It's not just two years of school and you're done and you're out there flying. It is a, a you know, a number of flight hours that go with that. And then most industry, they want to see a four-year degree. So our students move on and finish their last two years with a four-year institution. So it's a little bit of a process, but it pays off in the end because the, <laughs> the salary is quite quite good for our students. How long have you been working at Ames Community College? Yes, so um, I am at 28 years. I've been an admissions counselor for five years of those 28 years. So I've watched higher education as a whole just evolve and change. Students have evolved and changed what their needs are. And so it's been very important to stay on top of of what folks are, are wanting in the field. I've been very fortunate to work for an institution who they really pay attention to what students are needing. They pay attention to industry so that we are offering courses and programs that are pertinent to industry and that we know our students, we're setting them up for success, to have successful careers. So I take it then your institution aims kind of watches for trends and kind of adjusts curriculum or programming to, to meet those needs. And is, is that what you're referring Absolutely, to? Okay, okay. we do. And especially in the trades sector, we do have what's called advisory boards. So for instance, construction management, welding, manufacturing, aviation, automotive, they have advisory boards. And the the folks who make up the advisory boards are people from industry. And so they're bringing to the campus, to the ears of our faculty and chairs of, of these programs, what their needs are. So we can produce students who are good employees for industry. And so we adjust curriculum and programs all the time based on what the industry is feeding us, yes. Interesting. So the industry, there are representatives from the industry feeding what what is taught, and then that prepares uh, the students going into Ames. That's a neat way to do that. Speaking of trends and and things that are new and exciting going on, what are some upcoming events or programs going on at Ames that people attending either Meet Your College or just people in general should know about in the community? Sure. So when I get to meet with students here at the library, I always offer them to come to one of the campuses and I can give them a tour 
of the campus. And so one of the things they would see if they decided to head on over to the Greeley campus, they could see our brand new Welcome Center which it was just finished in January. And so despite um, the economy and the pandemic, we kept building at Ames. And so our new Welcome Center, it's beautiful. It's three stories. It houses an auditorium and a ballroom. We felt a need for this kind of a, a building on our campus because that way we can host our own graduations. So we have our graduations now in December and in May. We also host community events. We even had a comedian and, and some fun things for the community to come and, and take part in. It, it's really a, a neat space. Um, it also has a one-stop shop, so our students are not having to wander all over the campus and look for their academic advisors and their financial aid and all of those services that they need to be successful um, is found in the Welcome Center in one-stop shop. So it makes it very convenient for them. The other building that we completely renovated is a new student commons. And that's something Ames has not really had in the past. And I have been able to see evolve uh, over the 28 years. It's, it's wonderful to see this come to be where students can play pool and foosball, have a bite to eat. The bookstore is there, the learning commons. We have the trio program for our students who are first gens and some other, they can meet some qualifications in other ways to get some services and maybe scholarships. We have the CDI is the Center for Diversity and Inclusion that we have there as well, the veteran services. So the list goes on and on and on <laughs> of, of what's available in our student commons. So that was a huge deal to have that space renovated just for students. And then of course on the Windsor campus, we are now building, it's in the process right now, a new academic building and a simulation city and the simulation city is an important piece because on the Windsor campus we have our public safety institute that houses fire science criminal justice police academy and of course paramedic EMT programs Interesting. and then also the big automotive center is there as well and so the simulation city will give students a chance to simulate situations so that all of these programs can come together and practice how would it be out in the field if there were a tragedy of some kind or a call to a home or a call to an office building or whatever it might be they can simulate these Emerging. together yeah. right now they're simulating but separately you know right. within the programs um, so this is wonderful opportunity for students to get some hands-on experience yeah no i imagine having a place where you could have some practical application and and exercise some skills in emergency situations would be helpful if you're a firefighter emt police officer what have you so that sounds like an awesome program and i hope folks who are interested really take advantage of that it sounds like a unique program for the northern colorado area so that's that's awesome i would like to end since this is a library podcast you now we, we are always interested in what our guests are reading listening to watching enjoying in general and we would like our listeners to benefit from from those as well are you currently enjoying anything right now that you'd like folks to, to know about that, who are listening to our podcast absolutely in fact my team 
um, it's called the Enrollment Management Team at the college. We are all engaging in a book read right now, and it's called Privilege, Power, and Difference, and it's by Alan G. Johnson. And the author, unfortunately, he has passed, but he left us this book and some other writings, I think. And I would like to just share three points that so far I've taken away from oh, the please. book. I haven't finished it yet, but this is the gist, I think, of his overall ideas is overcoming assumptions, understanding that everyone carries privilege in one way or another, and to recognize what that is and to say it and acknowledge it. And the other thing is that I think is so powerful is the, the unfamiliar and unknown are fears and we are not born with fears. Interesting. Okay. And then I'd just like to finish that, um, a quote that I came up with, a quote that I've made because of the reading of this book I've taken away and this thought came to my mind. We cannot be responsible for what those before us created. We are responsible for creating the change that can move us forward, building a better future for all people. So that's just been a very powerful read. So I would recommend the book for everybody. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a good read for sure. And then my something I've watched, and of course everybody in America has, and don't judge me, I've watched Stranger Things. Oh, <laughs> I have been so. meaning to, to get into that. I, yeah. have, I haven't watched it yet, but I, I hear a lot of folks recommend uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things, just keep an open mind and please don't let your children watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had some patrons recently inquire about the graphic novels for Stranger Things that are available here in the library, and of course the actual DVDs. Yeah, I understand it's uh, it takes place during the 80s, so that would be neat. I'm a, I'm a yeah. child of the 80s. I yeah. grew up then, but that'd be fun to see all the it, it is kind of throwbacks. Fun. It, is, it yeah. is kind of fun to see some of those throwbacks. I appreciate you stopping by and telling us what's going on here at the library with in partnership with the library with the Meet Your College event. I, I want to thank you for informing folks about Ames' role and Ames' participation in Meet Your College and your experience with, with Ames. The upcoming programming out of Ames and thank you for sharing uh, those recommendations too. So Kim Joyner with Ames Community College, I appreciate you for stopping by the Loveland Libcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here and I hope to see you all soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. If you'd like to contact us about the podcast, please reach out to Daniel at daniel.tate at cityofloveland.org. That's D-A-N-I-E-L dot T-A-T-E at cityofloveland.org. See you next time.